everyone welcome to another wednesday and to the last story of this book that i've really enjoyed and i'll put the link to the book again in the description in case anyone wanted to pick it up i really recommend it even though i've obviously read through it it still has beautiful illustrations that i haven't been able to show um but let's crack on with the last story so the last one is called the saving grace here is mr fox up to his old tricks in a story based on the traditional tale the fox and the goose but with a twist at the end. There was once a girl called Kirsty MacLeod. She was just an ordinary girl who lived in an ordinary house with ordinary parents. Kirsty had long red hair and every morning Kirsty's father would brush out Kirsty's long red hair and Kirsty's mother would pleat it into one single plait that hung down her back. One of Kirsty's tasks from the farm were where they lived was to feed and water grizzard Grizzadella, as a name I've never had before, the family goose. It was very important that Kirsty looked after the goose because the goose was better than a watchdog on the farm. If she sensed danger, she honked loudly and flapped her wings. And any time she saw a wily fox prowling about the hen house or creeping up on the baby ducklings, Grizzadella ran at him, hissing with her neck outstretched to chase him away. Kirsty loved Grizzadella and fed her general and fed her regularly, making sure she had clean water every day. Now and then Kirsty would take the goose for a stroll along the river bank, because she knew that Grizzadella especially loved to drink fresh river water. There were bushes by the river, and one day, when Kirsty was walking with Grizzadella, a wily fox decided to sneak in among these bushes. Ah, he said to himself, I will hide in here and spy on that fine fat goose. No more will she stop me stealing chickens from the hen house. No more will she spoil my fun when I try to catch the fluffy little ducklings. Today I will catch her instead. She may be slick and quick in the farmyard, but out here in the wild world I am master. So the wily fox watched and waited. He waited and watched. And soon enough, Grizzadella came waddling towards him. My revenge is going to taste delicious, the wily fox laughed and he smacked his lips together. Then the wily fox noticed Kirsty following on behind the goose. Oh no, he said. This might be harder than I thought. I will have to wait until the little girl is not beside the goose before I make my move. The wily fox remembered he had met Kirsty before while crossing a bridge over the same river. On that occasion, she had caused him to bite off his own tail. He looked around at his lovely long red tail, which had since grown in, and he thought, I may have been tripped up once, but I'm all the smarter for it. I will have that goose to eat, and I will not let this little girl trick me again. Kirsty was hungry and decided it was time for her to have a midday meal of fresh bread and salty cheese. She opened up the cloth in which these were wrapped and laid in the patch of grass. The smell of warm bread wafted through the air. The chunk of homemade cheese shone in the sun. Mmm, said Kirsty. I can mind my goose while sitting here in the sunshine. The wily fox kept his eyes on the goose, who had wandered to the edge of the water. He kept closer he crept closer and closer to his prey. Grizzadella stretched her neck to have a drink. The wily fox pounced. There was a snarl and a cry, and a fl flurry of feathers, a splatter and spray of water. The jaws of the wily fox snapped shut. 
Poor Grizzadella beat her wings. She twisted this way and that, but the wily fox had a firm grip of the goose between his teeth. Let go of Grizzadella, Kersey shouted. She picked up a long stick and began to beat the wily fox about the body. Let go of my goose. But the wily fox would not let go. The more Kersey shrieked and hit him with the stick, the more tightly the wily fox held onto the goose. Kersey saw that she must stop or the wily fox would bite harder and then would surely kill Grizzadella. Kirsty suddenly recalled a previous meeting she had had with this creature on the river bridge. She realised that she would have to think carefully how to best deal with the wily fox if she was to save her pet goose. All right then, you may have the goose, and welcome to it, that's what I say. Kirsty swung her long red plait over her shoulder and went, and flopped upon the grass. I will eat my dinner, and you may eat yours, and if you wish, we can then sit together and enjoy the view. The wily fox looked at Kirsty. Kirsty waved to him in a friendly manner, and picked up a chunk of bread. And the wily fox thought, I do believe I might have the goose, and the cheese, and the warm bread, and perhaps I'll eat the little girl as well. If I am so minded. He was so taken by this idea, that he came nearer and to where Kirsty sat. And she smiled and spoke to him in a soft voice. I am sure you behave politely when you join someone for a meal, she said. I would expect no less of such an obviously intelligent animal. The wily fox nodded. He considered himself an extraordinarily intelligent animal. After all, stories of the clever fox were told in towns the whole world over. Wasn't one of the best known saying, as cunning as a fox? And did not the fox in a song and story always get the better of his opponent? The fiery fox was now only a step away. Kirsty's smile began wilder. I trusted you to be a good dinner companion. Oh do, please trust me. Foolish little girl, thought the wily fox. It will make the eating of you even easier than I'd hoped. He sat down opposite Kirsty, where he could reach to grab her when he had finished off the goose. And being so clever... You will have the same table manners as myself, Kirsty went on. It would surprise me if you could do not as I do before eating. Are you able to recite our traditional Scottish grace before meals as well as I can? Of course I am able to recite our Scottish grace, the wily fox, better than you could recite it on, on any day of the week. Indeed, I know the verse off by heart. Some hay meat and can he eat and some hay nain that want it. But thy meat and I can eat, and so I say, be thank it. And the wily fox, thinking he would not be bested by a mere child, opened his mouth to say the words. Thereupon Kirsty leaned across and whacked him on the head with a stick. Grizzadella saw her chance and gave him a sharp peck on the nose. Then she wriggled free and flew into the air. The fox was furious at this outwitting again. In a rage of howling at Kirsty, you do not say the grace. Why, said wily Kirsty as she ran off home with Grisdella, I have said all I'm going to say to you today. And so have I said, what's it say? Three Sir Breslin, I have said all I'm going to say in this book. That was a nice short story. Um, hopefully you liked it. Once again, that was the 
illustrated treasury of Scottish mythical creatures. I'll put the link in the description below. Um, and we'll move on to the next book. I might mix it up and do a different story each week from different books. Um, but it was a nice short one. Catch you next week, guys.